Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with one of the most important commercials that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last eight months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, now you can help in a couple ways. First, get everyone you know to go to my new media platform, frankspeech.com. There you'll find all the footage from my cyber symposium and many other important broadcasts. Also, I am personally doing a new daily live show to get the truth out. It's at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. Secondly, I'm offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products, but they're only available on frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Make sure and put the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. This will get you up to 66% savings at MyPillow.com. The code word Kate, my first name, K-A-T-E. Help support Mike, help support this show, and help support yourself in getting some amazing, amazing products. These are the best ones I've ever owned. Go to MyPillow.com, code word Kate. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Before microwave ovens, when a girl could still cook and still wood. It's the best dog free life behind us now. The good time's really over for good. Haggard or the good time is really over. Would still last ten years like the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's for sure. I uh, love that song and uh, brought back a lot of memories, did it? So I want to do a really important segment of the show right now. Um, I want to uh, share with you this because are they capable of making plans? This is Dr. Brian Artis. I want to share like three minutes of this. And then I want to talk to you about some some plans that we might want to think about making ourselves. You know, they do all these drills and they broadcast them. Why don't the people do drills and broadcast those about what they would do in the event of something happening? Why don't we play their game? Um, so here's Brian Artis talking about the fact that Fauci picked these drugs to put in and tell the hospitals they have to use with COVID that are experimental and that are horrible and have a high mortality rate, um, which is a high death rate. Okay. Was it planned? Well, what do you think when he picked, uh, when he picked a couple of drugs that have never been, uh, done before that are about the worst thing you could give somebody that can cause organ failure from what my doctor said and from what, uh, the records say, this is Dr. Brian Artis explaining. February, 2020, China was seeking a patent on remdesivir from Gilead Sciences who manufactures remdesivir, the drug. This is in February 2020. I want you to go to the next slide. This is just the article. Look here. A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine 
last week reported a coronavirus patient in the United States. How many? A coronavirus patient in the United States was found to show an improvement after taking remdesivir, which is also used to treat infectious diseases such as Ebola. This is February 2020. This is the lie. All right, next one. Let's look at the Ebola study. This is what I did in May 2020. I've been in the media ever since to educate you guys the current genocidal attempt and murderous attempts of Anthony Fauci, the NIH, the FDA, the CDC are all using remdesivir the same way that they used gas chambers to destroy people in Germany. This is how they're doing it and perpetuating those deaths using a drug in hospitals. This is the actual Ebola study that Anthony Fauci quoted in May 2020, proved, he said, we're going to use this non-FDA approved drug, it's been approved since, but it wasn't before the pandemic, we're going to use this non-FDA approved drug called remdesivir because it was shown to be safe and efficacious against the Ebola virus in 2018 and 2019. Has anybody actually looked at this study? Because I clicked the link on NIH.gov's website, all of you should do it. This is the study. Ebola virus inside of Africa. They took four regions, gave them all remdesivir and three other experimental drugs. Anthony Fauci said it was proven to be safe and effective against the Ebola virus. So now in this novel virus of the coronavirus, we're going to use it there also. We're going to mandate this one drug. You can't use any other ones like hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine back in May 2020. Go to the next slide, please. So what did the actual study find? They actually found, you can see here, you see mortality up there? Definition inside the study. They found that remdesivir, in six months, the safety board pulled remdesivir from the study, a one-year study, because it killed more people than any of the other three drugs, including ZMAP, which was put in by the FDA and the NIH. So six months into the study, they pulled remdesivir, they pulled ZMAP, which was supplied by our government to Africa because it killed more people. How many people did it kill? Remdesivir killed 54% of all people in the study that got the drug. Do you know what they're treating all of your loved ones with and those you care about in this country now? Next slide, please. Look up here. I'm not lying. This is from the study. Look at the second second column from the right, remdesivir. Look below there. 54%. You see that? Mortality rate. All right, next slide, please. He then quoted a second study in May 2020, Anthony Fauci did, that supported the use of remdesivir in the treatment of coronavirus. The Ebola study, by the way, was a lie. No one clicked the link to look at it. I did. This is the other study he mentioned. This was actually done by Gilead Sciences, who makes remdesivir. In early March 2020, they took 53 patients from Japan, Canada, and America who had COVID-19, and they put them on the drug for 10 days. What's the drug? Remdesivir. This is the maker of remdesivir's own trial study. Next slide, please. What did they find? Check this out. 23% in 10 days had serious adverse events. The most common serious adverse events were multiple organ dysfunction syndrome, which is defined as the number one cause of death in all ICUs, by the way. Second, septic shock, acute kidney failure, and hypotension. Look at the next part. 8% had to be discontinued because remdesivir treatment. It worsened or, pre- or prevented, sorry, pre-existing 
kidney failure and multiple organ failure. 8% had to be taken off by days five because they were dying as a result of the poison of remdesivir. That's what they found from this study. As a result of these studies, they decided to actually push this on the masses. Wow. So can they do it? Are they capable of doing it? Yeah. Are they giving these drugs every day? The hospital right now is? Yes, all across the country. All across the country. So what are we going to do? That's my, that's my question. Um, I don't trust the medical community. Sorry, I don't. Too many horror stories. Too many emails flooding my inbox every second of the day. I don't, I don't trust that. So what are we going to do? We better learn some, some techniques for medicine. We better learn how to, uh, to better deal with things, right, um, on our own. In fact, they have well-laid plans. Where's our well-laid plans? They plan all the time. Dark winter, cyber polygon. Boy, they put it all out there. When are we ever doing that? Wouldn't it be hilarious if the American people jumped on a giant Zoom meeting and we were able to construct a plan or in each state and get together and have these plans like they do to us? So here's some ideas, you know. Do you have places to meet up? Do you have places to meet up? If for some reason something happened that was so devastating that all of a sudden internet went down and uh, um, we weren't able to communicate, uh, maybe cell service interrupted, things happening that we weren't able to get together. Okay, so do we have a place to meet up? Are we ever meeting and deciding these kinds of things? Because I think by this point, if you're listening to this show, you understand that well-laid plans are there. I don't have to convince you. Uh, There's enough data and enough documentation to convince you a long time ago of what they're capable of. So it's not about that anymore. It's about now, what do we do? You know, do we go old school? Do you have typewriters in your household? Do you have a way to, to write up a document without a signature, you know, to, to trace. Do you have a way to do that? I mean, I hope we do. I think typewriters are wonderful. Um, do you have certain words that you say to each other so that you can know what's actually going on if you weren't able to, to talk to somebody, communicate to somebody? I'm just thinking outside the box. You know, is there a way to maybe post certain pictures of certain things on the internet that would signal things going on happenings just throwing that out there maybe there is a way maybe maybe other people communicate through means like that right some some groups that are kind of horrible out there maybe you take some picture that does wouldn't mean a thing to anyone else but somebody else would know what you were trying to say to them I think sometimes for us, because we're not evil, (laughs) it's really hard for us to think this way, that you would have to be this way. But I'm thinking about what's going on right now, what's happening in hospitals all over the country, what's going on with certain industries um, that have surprised me. When when people tell you vitamins aren't good for you, I should they have medical licenses? 
I don't know. All I'm saying is, is do we ever think outside of the box? How are you going to travel from state to state to see loved ones if you're not allowed to travel? If you have to have a health certificate issued by the health department for your travel, what are you going to do? Um, I think we should know. I think we should develop certain words. I think we should uh, kind of decide and make plans right now. Absolutely. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Have about a minute. Yeah, first thing we got to realize what we're fighting. Mm-hmm. We're fighting a criminal conspiracy that surrounds our government, and it's a police state we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Go. We need to study police states. We need to study the, how people re- resisted in the Soviet Union, World War II, and Nazi Germany. Uh, they didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Typewriters and printing press were controlled by the government in police states. Well, they so, did type uh, up. They we, did type up their newsletters in Germany and and use those. By the way. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn how did we re- resist mm-hmm. when we lived in peace states and other countries. And what's call- and that's what the, pro- the source of the problem here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really important we realize how we got here. We got here because people kept giving excuses for not supporting constitutional candidates. Mm-hmm. That's how we got here. Now, the OSHA. Well, OSHA was completely unconstitutional. Fifty-one years ago, that came into existence. I fought it some, but an organization like the John Birch Society put every effort into mm-hmm. it and they almost lost it almost a loss but right, it didn't got lose. it and if ocean didn't exist these regulations couldn't exist oh i know we talked about all that what i wanted to focus on thanks for the call what i wanted to focus on was what to do right now okay we could we could go over that and we have on the show so many times our past and what we did to get here now what do we do right now what do we do so I would say being very creative, thinking outside the box, like the caller said, learning from what they had to do, right? What did they have to do to communicate? Um, Do we have places to meet up? Do we have, uh, I'll I'll never forget, you know, even in Hong Kong, the movement there started um, with people getting together, but never knowing who was in the group. There was no leader. There was no leader. It was people getting together, and in small groups, becoming bigger groups, but not knowing, not knowing who the identity of the other people were. Same thing with Germany. You had groups of, of 10 or 20, and they would pick one person to figure out who some of the other groups were. But it was isolated, compartmentalized information um, so that it couldn't be threatened, so that, um, so that it wouldn't kind of unhinge everything that they were doing. See? You and I, we have to maybe use social media to our advantage rather than constantly, I'm in Facebook jail, right? Um, If we started, uh, and I'm always flagged, so it doesn't matter what I say, they'll flag it as COVID. (laughs) I I didn't even mention the word COVID or anything about it today. I mentioned polio, but I was flagged for COVID. So I'm flagged all the time. And, And so what if a picture of a tree meant something totally different? What if words changed and they meant something totally different to, all, to the majority of Americans who understood the meaning of those things? We don't understand our power sometimes. And when I see all of these things happening, I'm so nervous to see that we are not making plans. It's scary. Caller, you've got 45 seconds. Go for it. 
uh, you were saying, you know, I, I agree with you. We're just not evil enough, and we don't think that way. Mm-hmm. But what about the things you hear about all the time about how hard it is to track terrorists? They go to these special online sites mm-hmm. with encrypted yeah. um, communications and everything right. else. Right. And I and you know, and there is good old fashioned shortwave radio too. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for that. Uh, I wish we weren't short on time. I would talk to you more. Um, yes, shortwave radio. Um, you know, walkie-talkies. There's a lot of. I know I'm 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 saying a lot of things right now, but we have to get to a point where we're thinking, thinking, thinking about what we're gonna do, because they've been doing. They've been thinking about this for a long time, and they are gonna grant themselves authority they don't have, and they're going to to do things to people. Um, and when I see the horrors about what's going on right now, and the people that are following orders to do them, I'm nervous. I'm very nervous, you know? These you think they're all good people. They're not when they're making really sick decisions for um for what's going on even inside, you know, medical communities everywhere. It's all across the country. You should see the letters I get from everywhere. Same exact things are going on right now. What are we going to do, guys? Um and there are a lot of good doctors and nurses too. Find one that has a moral compass and that thinks and that won't follow orders. Then you know you got a good one. Be faithful, be fearless. See you back here tomorrow.